0: Love To Radio. <laughs> Good evening everyone. This is Deb with Media Night Radio. As everyone knows, uh this evening we have with us actress Dale Rowell. Television viewers know Dale from her portrayal of the character we love to hate and Hoyt's mother, Maxine Fortenberry, on the very popular HBO series True Blood and as Andrea Grinnell on the hit CBS series Under the Dome. Dale is in the upcoming movies The Labyrinth, The Bronze, and A Million Happy Nows. Let's welcome to the airways this dynamic lady, Dale Rao.
1: Hi, Dale. Hi, Deb. Thank you for the lovely introduction. That was very sweet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Any time, any
0: time. Well... Wow, it's an end of an era with uh, True Blood, the uh, series is going to wrap. What was was the mood on the set as the cast wrapped the final season?
1: Well, you know, it was sad. People, we always, uh, before you'd shoot any episode, they do what's called a table read, which is basically everyone sits around a big, big conference table and reads the script. So you know everybody can hear it before they start shooting and of course everyone cried at the in, the in the in the in the final episode and there was champagne and you know it was um people knew that it was coming of course for a long time but it's still it was still very emotional and and I'm sure you know after 7 years it's just part of people's families and uh, lots happened to various people. We had, you know, marriages and births and deaths and breakups and, you know, awards and all kinds of things. And now it's just part of television history.
0: Well, what a television history it has been, though. What a groundbreaking show True Blood really was. Yeah. And for you to be on every season, you you were in the entire run of true blood now what what did you think like you know how actors look through their scripts and see what's going on with them and what's coming up how did you react when you realized that you were going to be killed off
1: well fortunately they had warned me at the beginning of the season that I was going to be killed and so I was somewhat prepared I didn't know how until I got the script And um, so I knew it was that episode, so I was like, oh, geez, here it comes. So then I got it, and I thought, well, at least I'm going out with a, you know, a bang, kind of, I'm getting my, my innards ripped out and my heart torn out, and And uh, that should be fun. (laughs) So I was sad, but, you know, I knew lots and lots of characters were dying. So, you know, we all said, well, at least we're dying on camera. We're not just like, oh, poor Maxine got, you know, hit by a bus and uh, that's over. So we were all grateful for that. And um, it all, you know, it sort of had to happen. So. We just, uh, we shot that, my final death scene, it was about, oh my gosh, three or four o'clock in the morning. And uh, oh. we were up in um, in the mountains, in Santa Monica Mountains, sort of up in Malibu Canyon. And it was very cold, but it was really a lot of fun, I must say it was.
0: Oh, that, that's that's
1: fantastic. Now,
0: were you hoping to have had like a reunion scene with Coito? though?
1: Well, yes, I I was actually, um, but you know that didn't. That's not the way it played out. And actually, you know, for Hoyt, for the character of Hoyt, for his future, he really did need to be free of his mother. <laughs> I hate to say that, but but he did. You know, for him to carry on in life and and uh, to find some happiness, he had to <laughs> kind of grow up and cut the apron strings. <laughs> so. Um, we did you know i i hadn't seen jim perrick for a couple of years cuz he'd been in new york and um oh. he came back and we had to shoot some um some photographs with each other and i don't i, I can't remember if i don't think they were ever seen in the in the house that that I had. They were just photographs of him and me and I think there probably was some stuff that got cut where he was probably looking at photos. And anyway, the point of this is is he and I got to spend the day together and uh that was really nice and catch up on everything that's going on and so you know, at least I got to see the see Jim the actual actor.
0: Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Well, you obviously were the town busybody, which um, which is always fun to play, I would think.
1: Yes, very fun.
0: <laughs> you had teams with, with so many different cast members. Is there
1: anyone
0: else that you would have liked to have worked with that you didn't?
1: Yeah, I never got to work with uh, Alexander Skarsgård, you know, I, I, oh, the guy who played Eric Northman. I just had no reason to ever, my character had no reason ever to cross paths with him. And, and so, you know, he's he's a very lovely guy, um, Alex is, and I would have enjoyed that. It would have been fun for my character to sort of be in awe of 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 Eric Northman. <laughs> um but it just never happened. So I was I was sad about that. But you know, he's he's off having an incredible movie career, so we'll be we'll be seeing him forever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now were you particularly
0: close to any cast members and are you keeping in touch with any of them?
1: Yes. Um I'm very fond of Debra Ann Wall and her boyfriend E J. Scott and um um Melissa Rausch who was on True Blood um played Summer she was a young girl that I tried to set up my son with I think it was I don't remember if it was season 2 or season 3 but she plays Bernadette on the on the Big Bang Theory now and we're friends and um actually uh she and her husband wrote uh, a movie I just did called The Bronze and mm-hmm. Melissa, Melissa's the star of it, and we shot it in Cleveland not too long ago. And it's going to be hysterical. It's just, it's just so terrific that um, her movie, the script got bought and and produced, and it's it's going to be really, really funny. She's an amazing talent, and so we're close. Um, I see Patricia Bethune, who played Jane Bodehouse. We're buddies, and we have a good time together, and. Tara Buck, who played Ginger, the screaming waitress, and um, <laughs> you know, so absolutely, we, we all cross paths. I see, um, uh, I see the guy who played Terry Belfleur. uh He lives in my neighborhood, and oh gosh, the Audrey Fisher, our customer, lives just down the hill from me, about a minute away. So it, you know, it, uh, we 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 definitely uh, keep up you you have been
0: such a um you know memorable character actress for so many years and it it's yeah. so wonderful to see you in so many things now that that leads us we will talk more about the bronze a little a little later but uh that leads me right into um wrapping under the dome now the last time we saw your character, Andrea, she was shot in the head. Now,
1: yeah. <laughs> what
0: do we expect? Because, you know, anything can happen, you know, under the
1: dome. It could be That's that. That's right. Well, um I am indeed dead. My character is dead, but uh Big Big Jim uh ha- went on a rampage in the last episode of season 2 and I think he killed five characters. So, we were like, "Whoa, okay." Um and uh who knows? Maybe I'll be coming back to haunt him. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah. So um the show is such a, you know, such a fun thing to work on and everyone's so pleased that it's popular and it's very popular in Europe, which is interesting. Of course, you know, you you can't get better than Stephen King. He's amazing. Yes. Uh, have you
0: ever been able to have you met Stephen King before?
1: No, I never did. Um he he wrote um he isn't really around very much at all mm-hmm. cuz he's busy you know, writing books in Maine. He did write the first, let's see, the first episode of season 2 of Under the Dome, but I wasn't in it, so I wasn't there that that those weeks. And so um if people said he was so delightful. And I know he's very funny and uh he was an extra in one of the scenes that episode <laughs> he's just sitting in the diner just drinking a cup of coffee um but i think he was only there a couple of days so you know he just he just comes in to say hello and check in and then i think he gets out of the heat and goes back to maine it's
0: it's really it's really interesting because you you wonder how this stuff comes out of a mind like that and you wouldn't expect to hear that stephen king was funny
1: Oh, isn't that, yeah, that's so true, Deb, but he is hysterically funny. He's just kind of got a wicked sense of humor. Everybody talks about it, and he's very kind and and down to earth, but he's just got this insane brain. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they're geniuses, I tell you. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like Alan <laughs> Ball on True Blood, He was he's a genius, too. You know, the guy oh. who created it, yeah.
0: Absolutely. He he just took it and ran with it and it became a cult favorite. I mean, right. Absolutely. Yeah, your new project, A Million Happy Now. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, it uh, stars Crystal Chappelle and Hilary Bailey-Smith, um, who are both, you know, long-time Emmy-winning daytime soap stars, and they're just amazing actresses. And how this happened is that um, a couple of years ago, I did a web series with Hilary-Smith, and um, you know, I'm just such a, a fan of her talent. Anyway, so they got this project off the ground and got, uh, you know, they 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 uh, got wonderful producers and they raised all this money, and um, so they're in the process of shooting this, the the movie already here in Los Angeles. And I don't think I go in till uh, probably three weeks, something like that um but it's a it's a very moving story about a woman who develops early onset alzheimer's and um i play the the administrator of the nursing home that she comes to so you know it's a very touching uh, kind of a love story and um you know talks about a subject that needs to be uh more focused on and you know hopefully it'll help some people in the long run
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Now, that's not the only project you have. You have a couple more. You have
0: the bronze. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, that's the one that Melissa Rausch and her husband Winston wrote. And what it's about is um, Melissa plays a washed up um, Olympian bronze winning bronze medal winning uh, gymnast. And now she's, you know, in her early 30s and has um, kind of been on the, you know, has not done much with her life. So she's had to move back to this little town in Ohio and live with her father. And she's very unhappy and a horrible little brat. And she... um, (laughs) But she's the biggest celebrity in this little town. I mean, the whole town is, you know, mad for her, and there's pictures of her, and all the, you know, businesses, and she's the, you know, rides in the parade every year, and she's like the biggest thing that ever happened. But what happens is, of course, then a new, younger, a young teenage girl who's a gymnast starts to gain national prominence. And outshines Melissa's
0: character. Yeah,
1: so it's about that. And um, I play a character named Doris who owns the diner in the town. And I am her number, I am Melissa's number one fan. I think um, that she is the most amazing thing that's ever happened. And Melissa lies to me and tells me she's dating Channing Tatum. And she, you know, I just am just in awe of her. So she comes in every day, and um, we have all these little, you know, interchanges together, and I stick up for her. And and it's about what happens to her and uh, her dad, who's played by Gary Cole, and, you know, her love interests. And um, it's just a hysterical movie I gotta tell you it's gonna be I think it'll be probably out next oh I don't know spring June something like that but we're just thrilled for, for Melissa and Winston they're just lovely talented funny people oh that's that's awesome like I can't wait to see it um now the now there's
0: one more or actually there's, there's a few more I mean you never have just one project Dale ever well, um well I mean... <laughs> um there's a, there's another project, um the labyrinth, and I understand that James Franco's voice is
1: gonna be in that well, actually he is the whole producer of this of this project wow. he um has uh and his production company, i guess they've done this before on the East Coast, but they came to Los Angeles and they selected. Um I think I may have these numbers wrong, but they 've selected like six or eight short scripts that have something in common and they um They selected these scripts, then they hired producers and directors um to uh, uh to you know uh implement each of these small projects and so whoever director or producer you had was you know in, in charge of casting et cetera so i 'm in one of them and um the premiere of of they're calling the whole the whole evening the labyrinth and i don't i've never read the other six scripts so i don't know how they all tie together but um what well it's just such a great opportunity for for these younger filmmakers and um our we have good budgets and good uh, facilities, and you know it was a really top flight uh, organization. So I'm really anxious to see what what it all how it all comes together. But I I'm I never got to even meet James Franco, which of course I'd love to do. But yeah. um, I admire him so much for for the opportunities he provides people. Absolutely, and he's so. Uh
0: He's so different as far as like he's he's a genius, you know, he comes yeah. up with these outlandish ideas and he makes them work some way.
1: He does. I know it. And and they're all crazy most of them and and you know, he just he seems very fearless, which is you know, it's a that's an admirable uh, quality to me.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: especially in the world of acting. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. But he just he just goes forward and you know he has these great ideas and he acts on them. So it's uh it's it's very um exciting.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely can't wait. Uh
1: now you have web shows fumbling
0: through the pieces in Avenue 43. What can you tell us about that?
1: Um, Avenue Forty three is uh has been on for a few years. We're just about actually on the twenty second or no, the fifteenth, starting to shoot, um oh my gosh, it's gotta be episode I don't know, anymore, sixty five maybe. And that one is written and 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 produced by Justin Tanner, who is a very well known Los Angeles playwright. Mm-hmm. And it um is set in a part of Los Angeles called Highland Park which is kind of a wacky artist, you know, community, very lots of oddballs. And so it's a, it's kind of a it, you know, it's kind of a continuing story about this weird cast of characters. And then Fumbling Through the Pieces is a project um by Julie Smith and uh it's we've had two seasons and I believe that she is trying to get seasons three and four shot all at once. So that'll be happening pretty soon, too. And that's the one that um, I worked on with Hillary Smith. Wow. Now, do you ever have any downtime, Dale? Oh, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, You know, if I don't have auditions or work or something, I'm home trying to, you know, do what everyone does, which is clean their house and, you know, Declutter things and <laughs> just the usual stuff, but yeah, I um, I also I uh, I'm on the board of directors at the Skylight Theater in Los Angeles, which is a small, what we call a waiver house, an equity waiver house, um, which means that union actors can work in it, uh, but get a waiver from their union if if it's under 99 seats. So anyway, um, it's a very nice theater company. We only produce new plays. So uh, I really enjoy that too. So that that's you know keeps me busy. Wow, you you are truly amazing.
0: Um, well, thank you so much for sharing all of your projects, and we'll, we'll look forward to seeing all of these things come out. The bronze is out next spring. A million happy nows. When does that come out?
1: Probably about the same. Probably same about the same. Spring. Yeah.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Takes oh, a long okay. time
1: for these things to, you know, finish up.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you.
1: It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Have a great day, Dale. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. This will conclude our interview with Dale Raul And everyone, have a great day. Remember, um, she'll be uh, in a million happy nows. The bronze, the labyrinth. So um, check your. Um, Keep your eyes out for uh, Dale on that. Thank you. Have a great day.